Hello, and welcome to episode four of Monster Hour, Nature versus Nurture. Today, we will be discussing the role aesthetic beauty plays in the two stories, Frankenstein and the Rime of the Ancient Mariner. To start us off, I have a question. Do we think that um, Frankenstein used the O oh Sublime aesthetic theory or the O oh Picturesque uh, aesthetic theory? And same with Rime of the Ancient Mariner. I think that Frankenstein actually uses a bit of both, especially in the beginning. I think with the narration of Robert Walton, the theme of nature was more sublime because because he spoke about in his letters how inspiring his trip was and how he was interested in learning new things and, you know, finding the passage through the Arctic Ocean to the North Pacific Ocean. Um, But then as the story actually started, the theme of nature in Frankenstein is more of like a picturesque type of nature because of the descriptions of the mountains and the towns and everything with the changing of the seasons. So with the travel to the North Pole, it was a lot harsher than Frankenstein. And um, Robert Walton was saying, I accompanied the whale for several expeditions to the North Sea. I voluntarily endured cold, famine, thirst, and want of sleep. So nature wasn't necessarily idolized at the beginning of Frankenstein, but it was harsh, kind of like how it was in the beginning of The Ancient Mariner, where um, he described nature as, here comes the dark, alone on a wide, wide sea, and stuff like that. So I believe the beginning of Frankenstein paralleled the beginning of The Ancient Mariner. What do you guys believe? Yeah, I feel like they both had that kind of gothic, nature to where they were both kind of mysterious with their use of setting and weather in the beginning and in the mariner i have a quote they said and now there there came both mist and snow and it grew wondrous cold and ice mast high came floating by as green as emerald and it really just highlights the significance that the weather and setting plays in both stories it really propels each narrative forward through the use of like um foreshadowment and highlighting the themes of contrasting uh, beauty in each one of them. Right. I think in the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, um, the author also uses the sunrises and the sunsets in order to kind of symbolize new beginnings. And I have a quote where it says, the sun rim dips, the stars rush out. And I think that's kind of describing how darkness pretty much engulfs the mariner and the only light that he now has is from the stars. And so I think that kind of represents how powerful the sun is. Mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting. And then I think in Frankenstein, instead of like the sun, he uses storms to symbolize change. So when Victor first met the monster, um, he was watching a storm, so beautiful yet terrific. This noble way in the sky elevated my spirits. And then when he was younger, he was describing the first time he saw a storm when the thunder burst at once with frightful loudness from various quarters of the heavens. I remained watching its progress with curiosity and delight. So in the Mariner, it's more new beginnings, but in Frankenstein, it's the beginning of doom in a way. And in Frankenstein, it's different because the light, because that one says, um, A sudden light broke on me when he first discovers how to create the monster. So it's kind of like a negative 
connotation of light in a sense in Frankenstein compared to the Mariner. So light can sometimes be a symbol of knowledge or like understanding, like, you know, like light from heaven is good, but it contrasts in the Mariner because light is like, he's growing as a person, but in Frankenstein, he's learning how bad the abomination he created really is. So how do you think nature being good in the Mariner and kind of worse in Frankenstein plays into the bigger themes of the book? I think it deals with how Frankenstein, when we think of the um, aesthetic beauty that's presented, it's more through um, characters. And like Giselle said later, when they change settings, like through the um, imagery that's provided through like the towns they go into. But in the Mariner, it's really like the weather and the surroundings that take up most of the um, aesthetic that we're presented with. So I feel like Frankenstein, they're able to go darker because of how troublesome the characters are when really the only uh, troublesome character I feel in uh, the ancient Mariner is the sailor. That's a good point. Um, I know that Mary Shelley kind of uses the changing of the weather and the nature in order to kind of add some more positive notes to the story also. I know um, that the changing of the seasons from winter to summer definitely affected the monster um and he like often said that he enjoys the summer and the spring because he likes seeing the birds and feeling the sun and everything and I have a quote um it's on page 172 and it says I ventured to continue my journey after the sun had risen the day which was one of the first of spring cheered even me by the loveliness of its sunshine and the balmness of the air. So I think that even though Mary Shelley uses a lot of the imagery in the story to add to the gothic theme, she also kind of adds a little bit more positive connotations in there too. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's really interesting because um, in the Ancient Mariner, also there's a quote where it's really small, but I think um, when it's described in the hermit's cabin, how it slopes down to the sea, like I feel like that radiates comfort. So in both these stories, even though there is that theme of like isolation, desolation, horror and all that stuff, they do want us to see the beauty of nature and the natural world as it is before people try to interfere. Definitely. Yeah. I think that um, sensory imagery really... Um, is used heavily in both of them and it's used to propel the story forward and create like this kind of binary opposition. But I just wanted to know, do you guys think that emotions played any role in creating the aesthetic beauty of each piece? Like emotions of the characters? Yeah, I do think that the nature did like enhance their their emotions because um because you see how in Frankenstein, when he tries to appreciate beauty, but he can't fully um, appreciate the nature around him due to like the troubling that he's having inside him. And in the Mariner, it's different because he learns to appreciate the beauty instead of just going through not being able to. Because Frankenstein has trouble with himself throughout the entire story. Like, even till the end, he's still troubled, which is what causes his death. 
but the mariner he's trying to he's trying to fix his sins with affecting nature so i think it definitely demonstrates their emotions mm-hmm. yeah i like that point that's a good point even on page 67 when victor says the blue lake and the snow-clad mountains they never change and i think our placid home and our contented hearts are regulated by the same immutable laws i think that kind of just shows how he views nature um and how it's kind of similar to how he thinks of his home. And so when he sees like the different landscapes, he kind of compares it to where he grew up. And so I think that Mary Shelley's kind of notifying the readers that Victor feels safer when he's around nature that reminds him of the place where he grew up. How do you think the traveling and and how they see nature throughout the travels has changed them as people? I think um, in Frankenstein, the traveling is more like this brutal, harsh thing. Where in the Mariner, it was at times like during the storms and stuff, but it was mostly like a journey through his spiritual punishment for killing the bird. And I felt like in the Mariner, they really use places to symbolize um, the aesthetic beauty and how it ties to God and religion and how the mariner has to go on this penance almost to rebuke like the sin that he made by killing the albatross. So I think that when they travel, they both, like you said, they're both traveling, but they are for really different reasons. One is to, one is Victor and he's trying to run away from his guilt and trying to like squash uh, this monster that he made so that he's not guilty. But the other one is trying to seek penance to erase the guilt from not only himself, but from the creatures that he hurt. What do you think that nature's trying to teach in both stories? Well, in both stories, it's pretty obvious that they're trying to say, you know what, men should stay out of the affairs of God in a way, because Victor tries becoming a God by creating a man, and the mariner tries to act like God by having the power over the life and death of the albatross. So nature is more of a means to teach them stay in your place than anything else, I believe. In um, the realm of the Ancient Mariner, it's about death and taking away a life, whereas in Frankenstein, it's giving life in a sort. So it's interesting how they both um, talk about nature that way.